Hey guys, welcome back to the Film Joy Podcast. Today we are discussing Marvel's Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Before we get started, I gotta toss a quick spoiler warning out there. We did not hold back at all in this conversation, and it wasn't our intention to give away the ending or to go into too much detail, but uh, what I can tell you is that Billy and I really liked this movie and it was a ton of fun to talk about. So if you haven't seen it, go see it and then come hang out with us and let us know what you think. Now with that out of the way, we hope you enjoyed the episode and if you do, leave us a review or hit us up on social media at Filmjoy Podcast. What did you think of the Matrix trailer? I I really didn't know what to think. I thought I saw at one point a special effects slip up or just something that didn't look very good. Oh, but it was yeah, like a like real still... fast clip. Oh right, like they th- maybe like, they thought they could get away with it. I guess. <laughs> well, I I mean I think they probably left it in the movie. It doesn't look bad. It just doesn't look good. No, oh, okay. Gotcha. It's it's a person, and you know it's not a real person. Oh, gotcha. I feel like they're not a hundred percent there with that yet, but well, they keep just doing it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like it's getting it's a pretty person close. Looks a little rubbery. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's like, oh my gosh, these special effects are, are amazing, and then you see like Grant Gustin's CGI double from the Flash come in. <laughs> <laughs> and it just looks like a bad, badly animated cartoon. I think that most of the special effects in this movie are going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's going to be. Yeah. But I, think I hope that it's going to be. I think there's going to be like a 10% miss rate. <laughs> I Yeah. I feel like and that's I re- too much. <laughs> I really think it could go either way. Like it's because, I mean, it's got a lot to live up to. It's It's like it's got its own name to live up to. Like. It was such a revolutionary, no pun intended, such a revolutionary movie. Like in terms of visual effects, in terms of, I mean, I guess it was just a science fiction story, but like in term with like the VFX, how it looked like, and it might be, it might seem a little like dated now because it's not the nineties anymore. Well, yeah. Like, did we talk about this the other day? I think we talked about it the other day. This thing is real dated. <laughs> yeah, I, dude. I don't know. I haven't watched it in a while. I want to go back and watch it at some point. Maybe we'll do this movie. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll just comment on it or something. But I want to at least watch the first one. I wonder if, and maybe it'll date. We'll be dating ourselves if we still think it's cool. But like, I don't know. I, I'd like to go back and watch it and still see if I'm like, yeah, all right, <laughs> like. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I think part of the problem for me is that I wasn't that cool in the nineties. <laughs> we yeah, like we there's were, we always were this. Like, well, I guess it it you could kind of relate to this more because you were more. I was in high school. And, I no, think. no, that's not what I'm saying. It's a bit, okay, so 
there are trends like fashion and societal trends mm-hmm. that like peak extremes every now and then. And the matrix like peaked that black trench coat. Yeah. Right. Like, fashion, leather, sleek, moody look. That's at, right. W- yeah. Right. When it came out and mm-hmm. I, I wasn't that when that was going on. <laughs> So <laughs> it was already like outdated. They're not outdated, just like over the You're top right. to me You're at the right. moment. I, I was in that part of my life where I was going through a bunch of extreme phases. Well, uh, not so and, much in the nineties as much as it is later, like and, the 2010s and within, when you were right. working at coffee shops. <laughs> oh, and you yeah. were pretty much the stereotypical, like, like, yeah, yeah. Like, if if I was wearing leather, I would I would be Neo, and it does. No, not in the no. So I guess what I'm trying to say is like you didn't fit that '90s peak fashion, mm-hmm. right? You okay. fit the 2010s uh, hipsters. Hipsters, sure, maybe is that what they? I don't know. I never qualify myself that way, but that's because everyone. Well, I your personality is so much more extreme. That, but your yeah. your look did. That's true. yeah, like, like so. That's what I'm saying. Like you you fit that mold. Mm-hmm. Like you, you were representative of a fashion of a time. Uh, okay, I see. Yeah. And I never was. Like I never. I'm like, I ride the bottom of any fashion. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I ride the bottom. Oh my god! I, like I don't know. I I don't buy clothes enough <laughs> to meet any trend in I any way. I'm Plus, I to, my yeah. body type doesn't lend itself to such things but i'm trying I don't to know. think i feel like i've never noticed like you i feel like you've always dressed well i well enough i'm not like hmm. dressing like garbage but you just you know. it, it, you, you don't qualify yourself into that like that trend of like no one that. else would either no one would look at me and be like oh that's a hipster okay yeah because I don't, my pants aren't tight or like, I just, I don't yeah. have the proper accessory. You don't, you, you don't have the jean jacket with the patches on it. Ah, that sounds cool. But <laughs> I feel like you, I actually feel like you could pull that look off pretty, really well. I, I would try, but I'd wear it with baggy jeans and it would That's just fine. be wrong. Plus or I don't get my hair cut professionally. Oh yeah. I think that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so what I'm saying is mm-hmm. like the Matrix was peak that fashion. Yes, yeah, yeah. At the time. And I didn't relate to it then. So gotcha. now when I'm looking back at it, it is so far gone. <laughs> it <laughs> like, it represents like- an extreme of a fashion at the time. Mm-hmm. That even at the time I thought, ugh. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot of black. And it works uh, for them because they're all movie stars. <laughs> right. Because they're all exceptionally attractive people. And like right. it, the action was so cool. But even at the time, if I saw someone in the street wearing that, I'd say, mm. I want to try to get, let me, let me try to liken it to something. Like what if you walked into the next room and uh, like your friend or your wife was like listening to corn would it feel the same way? Like, what the, what is going on? <laughs> like, 
what is what is Elvis? Probably. Yeah, like I think they'd have to have a corn shirt on because everyone yes. did. That's right. Wow. Yeah. Everyone that I can, not me. <laughs> <laughs> that what that, that was a distinct like time though, you're right. Like that was a peak time in like that sort of extreme fashion. Yeah, so I didn't write it then. Mm-hmm. At the time, I thought it was extreme. Yeah. I, I thought it was sleek and cool looking. Yeah. At the yeah. time, I did. Right. But I still thought it was extreme. And now I look back on it, and I think, that that's not cool. I don't, yeah, no, I can see. I, I, I'll have to go back and watch I, I, it. Yeah, actually, I think I relate more to the way Neo dresses at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Like barely dressed a... slacker. Yeah, where did that it took place in Los Angeles, is that right? It's um, so weird. I just never re- really thought about it, especially cuz I w- we were like 13, 14 when it came out. 99. Yeah, I I don't know. I always felt like it was New York. An yeah. awful lot of driving and sun. And well, not so first sunny. One. Not in the beginning. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know what I'm thinking of. Always maybe it sunny. is New York. Yeah. <laughs> it is New York? Uh, no, I'm, letting, I'm just saying maybe it is. I don't know. Matrix set. <laughs> set in a computer, idiot. It's, <laughs> the files are in the computer. I really wish my Google search ended that way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where is the Matrix set? In a computer? Duh. <laughs> that's a good one, actually. Um, yeah, I... I'm excited to to rewatch it though. I wonder how I'll feel about all that. And just in general, like I remember really again, we were young, but like I remember really, really loving the sort of for me at the time it was I had never the story was very challenging. Like, you know, sort of questioning your own reality and you know, looking back, you know, after like we learned a little bit about like different things, like different elements of like Western philosophy and stuff, like you can go back and start to put a few of those like pieces together. But as a 14 year old kid, it was just like, oh man, what is real? <laughs> like it was, it was an interesting uh, thing. And then you got to see a bunch of cool karate moves or sorry, Kung Fu. I know Kung Fu. <laughs> I show love me. that. Yeah, show me. Lawrence Fishburne, man. He's he's gotta at least do a cameo in the new one. I don't I wanna read that article I found earlier. Yeah. I think he might have got burned by a video game. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Or killed you in did, a video you game. You mentioned you mentioned that. You mentioned that earlier. I um but I think uh, it's Chicago. Again, oh man! Now I'm thinking. Now I'm thinking of the references in the in the first one where they they went to the nightclub, and it wasn't like, well, it wasn't like now where it's either like a dive bar or like a throwback '80s thing, or I guess now it's nothing. You know, uh, there are still <laughs> rave parties. Yeah, we're just not invited, right? <laughs> we just we just sit sit at home and still talk on our computers. Music. Yeah, but like it's not like when you think of the club. Back then, it was like what was it, like Rob Zombie and like Marilyn Manson on the soundtrack, like, and it's really? this like they played weird... that at clubs. What's that? They played that at clubs in the Matrix. They did. Oh, yeah, like it was. That's like that's another like one of those like quintessential like oh that was the that was just like this weird little subculture that lasted for a few years. 
Um, but I'll, I'll say about the trailer, I was like, okay, okay. I had that kind of like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I'll, I'll watch it. I'll see what happens. And then as soon as the very end came and there was like sort of a remixed version of the original, like uh, theme music and like the matrix with like the numbers and weird symbols falling behind mm-hmm. it. I got really excited. Uh, like it kind of made me like, I was like, I kind of felt similar to how you were mentioning saying how like, you're like, yeah, it's maybe we'll watch it. <laughs> and then as soon as that, that wave of nostalgia hit, I was like, wow. Okay. I can't wait to see this. I hope it's good. I really hope it's good. Could go either way. Well, probably, but we're, we're going to watch it. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, yeah, we have to. Yeah. Maui Quimis. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Is there, is I, it, I, I don't know how to feel. I just don't know. I just don't know. Yeah. I think it'll be a fine movie. Yeah. And it's only Ke- one of the Wachowskis. is back. Yeah. Let Please. me ask you this. Do yep. you like uh, the John Wick movies? I love the John Wick movies. I do too. And I think... John Wick Supercut. When I think... Oh, we should do that. I think that when... when I, What am I trying to say? When I think of the Matrix and some of the weight that comes with it, like, oh, the, the sequels weren't perfect or whatever. Like, we were all whining about it for a while or everybody was whining about it for a while. I think about, like, John Wick and how it's kind of like a silly little action story. I still love that. I still love Keanu Reeves, and I think no matter what, he's going to make it awesome. I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's got Dookie Hauser in it, too. Yeah, dude. I'm, there's a lot. And the, you think he's again, an agent? The, um, oh, I wonder. I don't know. I think he's an agent. Oh, man. That would be awesome. It's got freaking Dr. Manhattan. Uh, just, <laughs> what's that? That would be awesome. Or bad. Or, or right, or horrible. I don't know. I just think I, I'm 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 excited. I'm excited. I just think we all know like it could be it could be horrible. And I, I wish one of I wish it was both Wachowskis, and I don't really know why. I don't know who was the brains of the operations, or you know, or if it was just both of them. And I don't know. It's been so long though. The first one was what twenty two years ago. So like maybe it's for the best. Yeah, the Matrix. <laughs> Why can't they just leave things dead? I don't know. Okay. Gotta get paid. Gotta get paid. Canada <laughs> well, doesn't need the money. That's true. Neil Patrick doesn't need the money. Yeah, that's another thing. Like I'm, I'm. Kieran Moss, maybe. What I'm scared. I guess what I'm most scared about is that it really was. It's just going to be a story that didn't need to be told. I think. You oh, actually, I think it's already that. Yeah, but or or maybe it's not. Maybe there's some aspect of the story that they always wanted to dive into, and it could be really interesting. But I just I just don't know that I trust that it's going to be that. Did you watch any of the Matrix animated? I didn't. Yeah, I watched it all. I remember and seeing it. All, there know. are more stories to be told, that's for sure, but they're not all worth telling. Maybe like Keanu Reeves just doesn't want to keep training in martial arts. And he's like, this is, I just need to do one more. (laughs) Just make me a a floppy computer man and (laughs) do it for me. Yeah. I mean, gosh. Yeah. What a cool role and character for him. And I just, he just brought back Bill and Ted too. 
I know. <laughs> I think is he just going through his filmography and yeah, I don't. I do feel like the, I have a thought about that, but I'm having trouble articulating it. Like I wonder how much of that are we seeing? Is that happening more often now that we're we've been in these? I won't call it quarantine, but I'll call it like pandemic time or COVID days or something like where it might not be affecting you as much as it's affecting me currently, but I feel like it's affecting all of us still. Um, and I wonder if over these last couple of years, um, maybe people like Keanu Reeves are like, why don't we just do another one? Or like, I kind of always wanted to do that. Or like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. If or maybe they be, were. maybe people just always do that. <laughs> I don't know. These had to be in production before the pandemic. I guess that's true. Yeah. I mean, Bill and Ted came out. Bill and Ted came out. You're right. No, you're right. And then the Matrix Resurrections 2021. I'm sure this was. Yeah. What, how long does it take to make a movie? Like a year? So they had to be like in pl- at least planning long before pandemic yeah. hit us. Uh, you're right. That makes sense. Okay. But I mean, maybe, maybe some other people are yeah, doing that pre-production. Oh, they were casting in January 2020. Yeah, so this was pre-pandemic. You saw Shang-Chi in theaters, right? I did. I was getting snacks at one point. Yeah, I definitely got Dude, I, got, I went crazy on snacks. <laughs> I got popcorn, M&Ms, and a, a soda. I mean, that's it sounds, doesn't sound that crazy. Eating. That's not... Uh, yeah, definitely stress eating. Um, I was really on edge that day, and I hadn't slept. Uh, I, I, I didn't get much sleep. I don't know why I was, I was just, I was in a bad place. <laughs> you, you text me. <laughs> it's been a disastrous morning. I'm just, that's it. Of course the movies. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I was like, I'm still getting a little bit used to like dropping the kid off at school and all that. And like, I'm loving it, but it's like, a, I just, and I also just moved into the new house. So it's a 15 minute drive, which isn't too bad, but it's not great. And so like, that was stressful, and I have to make that trip twice because uh, for COVID reasons. Um, and then I had a super important meeting, and the internet went down like 15 minutes before, and I didn't notice. And we, we tried for like half an hour, and I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, uh, but anyway, yeah. So, yeah, I was just like, I'm out. I'm going to go get, I'm going to go see it. I think you actually told me, you're like, just go see the movie. <laughs> yeah, you were like, I think I'm going to go. And I'm like, go. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I was glad you said that. It helped me feel confident, and I had a great time. But I definitely did some stress eating. The matinee was six dollars. Gosh, freaking! Oh Ohio, my man. god! Yeah, I don't like. It's nine dollars at Hoyts, and that's the worst theater here. <laughs> I never. I don't know if it was a special thing, but I I feel like it was nine dollars at the other. I don't know. Either way, well, you know it was what? six Hoyt's, bucks. Maybe, maybe Hoyt's that's what I was. Used to do like Wednesdays were four bucks for matinee. So maybe oh, it was just yeah. that day you went. Maybe, maybe it was because I remember it being nine, and it was eleven bucks for the X day, even during a matinee. Um, and uh, but yeah, six bucks, and then I spent, of course, fifteen bucks on on soda and popcorn yeah. and M and M's that I could have brought with me. But that's not the right thing to do. There's a five below right next to the Cinemark in Arundel Mills. And you oh, know wow. they make 
so much hundreds money. of dollars a week on candy before the movies <laughs> right yeah oh my gosh yeah i i loved every minute though like i i finally got there i was able to like breathe a little bit and take a break and it was great um and watch a good movie yeah and really watch a movie that i was pleasantly surprised by So my my main concern, and I don't know if you remember this, was that it was going to be all lasery. I re- I do remember. I re- yes, very because the trailer made it look like oh, there's a lot of lasers here. These rings right. just shoot lasers, and I don't like that. Don't yeah. give. It's like bringing a gun to a kung fu fight. <laughs> That's right. Yes, and I thought I I've, I uh, related to that concern as well. Like well. They're Disney not Marvel. lasers. No. They There's are some percussive blasts. Yeah. <laughs> and there's surprise a, a surprising amount of well coriander. <laughs> coriander. <laughs> there's a, there's a little bit of coriander in those pickled onions. Mm. Uh, there's a surprising amount of well choreographed kung fu fighting in this movie and I loved it. Yeah, we need to bring on a kung fu specialist to see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I should say I don't know what I'm talking about. I just like kung fu and karate movies, and I this one looked cool. It looked really cool. Yeah, Um, yeah. There were only a few. There were a few times when they kind of got crouching tiger, hidden dragon. Speaking of '90s, early 2000s. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that reference into it. But there was a little bit of that where they're kind of flying around, and I don't like that as much. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but I like Ang Lee and I like that stuff. I don't know. I didn't expect it to be in this movie. I have um, never gotten all the way through Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. <laughs> I can't. I just can't. Uh, <laughs> Why are you flying around? I like it because it's like a... I guess it's it kind of takes the wind out of the fact that it's kind of supposed to be an action sequence. But and it makes it like more of like a ballet or like a dance. Ooh. And I think that's the point there what they're trying to do. If I wanted to see a ballet, mm-hmm. I would go to a ballet. Yeah. However, I'll say in Shang-Chi, am I saying that right? I Shang 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 Shang. That was like the running joke when he was telling her who he telling uh Aquafina who he was. He was like Oh, on the airplane. Like, it's Shang. Yeah, he was like he's like it's Shang. And he's like so yeah, you Sean. came to America, needed to find a fake name, and you went to Sean. You went from Sean to Sean. To Sean. That was a good, that was funny. She is she is really funny in this movie. I um, she is really funny, and like we were saying before, we were recording mm-hmm. because we talk for an hour before we record. That's right. Then we talk for an hour after we hit the record button, and then we start the show. You're right, uh, Aquafina has in the past been in supporting roles because she is a lot to take right, in. Yeah. She's, she's high energy. Yeah. She is high energy and just a lot, mm-hmm. but she toned it down for this movie. It was still yeah. in there and it was good. It still and felt enjoyable like her. Yeah, yeah. And it still felt like her, but she felt like a person, not a cartoon. And mm-hmm. I really liked that. Yeah, no, I did too. 
I did too. Um, but I, what, what was I saying before I, we jumped into the, into the pronunciation dancing to, to that point, like where like, it's like, eh, like, I don't know if I want that all the time. I like that it was in the movie, but that it was really only in the part of the movie where it's like, uh, the, uh, like the, the 10 rings guy and Shang-Chi's parents, it was just showing them and how they like fell in love. And so it was kind of almost like the, the moment was kind of suited to make it a little bit less violent and more pretty. Yeah. That was, that was probably the most unreal, unrealistic. Like I, it was a retelling, almost a legend of how they fell in love. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I didn't buy that at all. Oh, uh, really? For one, that they would just kind of, dance fight together and fall in love he's uh, oh he's, he's a mass murderer <laughs> right and she's like the embodiment of goodness <laughs> like, millions of people yeah yeah i mean normally you can't hit that kind of high number but he's a thousand years old right so, <laughs> and he's been doing it forever i yeah man i mean you really got to see through them through the the mire of somebody's <laughs> mistakes to, to have children with them. Well, that's um, intentionally, I should say. I mean, they did a, I mean, he gave up, he gave up job. his, he gave up his empire to, to be with her. Well, he gave up the rings. Yeah. Well, and he left, uh, he left crime, right? That's why, that's why uh, she was murdered. Cause like people were like coming to collect debts or something. He couldn't have given it up that much. She dies, and he has it back in like a day. Oh, he kept the rings. He just gave no, up that not the life. rings. I mean, his whole empire. Oh, right, right, right. Like she dies, and I'm sure he made three phone calls and <laughs> turn it, turn it back on, turn it back on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, man, remember that drug cartel I gave you? I'm gonna need that back. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> I was sweating the taxes anyway. I'll I'll put gas in it. Bring it over. I, I do. I did feel like there was they. They could have done a better job at developing his transition from not wanting to be, the like conqueror, person anymore. Um, but I thought it was interesting still. Like, uh, to, it was like uh, I liked the idea that. It was like he found something in his life that just made it so easy to say, yes, I'll change. This is over. But it really never went away. Like, there's a complexity to it. I don't know. I think they just did it wrong. Yeah. So, something wasn't right. Not, not to say it was wrong. It was yeah. Just, no, that's, and that's, that's how I feel. Like, they could have done it better, for sure. Yeah. It uh, was his whole arc was strange. <laughs> well let me let me pause that thought for just a second and i'll say this is what i wanted to get into uh earlier when i was talking about the previews because it was happening during the previews too i already mentioned this but i was having such a bad day <laughs> and i just wanted i think i just needed to have a good cry and i just and i never did and so like i was so like emotionally stressed and i was very emotional during much of this film mm. And so, like, I think I was more ready to connect to that side of the story. So, 
just be forewarned. <laughs> <laughs> like there was moments where I was like, oh, that. <gasps> no, this, I just, all right. I get that he is tired. He wasn't tired of conquest. He says he had conquered everything. Yeah, I guess. But he, he says there was nothing left to conquer. Okay. Is yeah, exactly maybe. what he said. Yeah. And then. But that, that's not that's true. why he like, goes maybe... to, to Magic Land. Oh, I see. you're right. He you're said, right. I had conquered everything, so I went to Magic Land. I which see. is Talo, I think. Not Magic Land. I, but Talo. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. He, yeah, I, yeah, he's bored. I, his, I just don't believe his transformation to mm. to good guy. As, as he was for a thousand <laughs> years, he was ripping people to shreds. That is what that is what gets me. I know how. I think we both we're, we're both you know. I think just now getting to be old enough to say like we know how time sort of like reinforces things. And it's like, wow, a thousand years of just being a mass murderer. Whew, that's going to be tough to shake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, kudos, brother. I don't know. And not like, just, uh, yeah, not just a mass. Like, there are, there's no just war here. Like, there's right. no resource he needed. There's no one who could have really been threatening him. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, He was he initiating. Was, he, all of this war <laughs> he wanted and they said it very they said it directly he his his quest was a quest for power and and dominion and like he was just on a rampage basically for a, for thousand, a years. thousand years yeah <laughs> that's crazy man and then uh, he kung fu dances with somebody falls in love gives it up for six yes. years or something gives it up in quotes. Yeah, for I guess for however long. Well, like now, I think his intention was to give it up for good. And when he takes the rings off, he's mortal. I believe. I think that was the point. Like that was him. That was his choice. Was to he, he said he had a reason to grow old. Um, granted, it didn't last long, but yeah. And let me let me. I'll I'll step in and I'll I'll, I'll defend it a little. Just I totally agree with what you're saying. By the way, it's not very realistic. But I'll defend it by saying it, it's a movie, and I think it's a, an extreme. It's the, you know they're using hyperbole to illustrate that the sort of severity or the intensity of falling in love and and finding and finding a connection that makes you want to be better or makes you want to put behind maybe your demons or whatever you know whatever however you want to choose to describe what it's like to fall in love like. You know, of course, it's of course, it's like, oh, God, like they're they're going to like wind dance and now he's not going to kill everybody. What? Like, you know, I don't know. It's psychologically it's, that's a viable thing to happen. But I think they're just trying to. I think that what is getting me, not that he could do that, whatever. Love mm -hmm. is magic. <laughs> right. Love is magic. And he's in a magic forest. And she's a magic. Dragon right. Lady. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. The thing that gets me is that they ride that he is not a bad guy for the rest of the movie. Mm, they kind of do. But yeah. everyone around him remembers that, no, he's not a good guy. Yeah. He's terrible. He's a right. mass murderer. <laughs> right. Everyone in yeah. Talo just keeps saying, no, you're bad. 
You are a yes, bad person. Yeah, and I, but and what I like he's that. doing is good. He's just being tricked. Right. I think it's Marvel that I'm taking. It's the writer, not the character. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. It's the writer putting this I character I love the in guy who plays position. him. Like, yeah, no. I, I the was... guy who plays him is, I think, my favorite. Yeah actor in the, he in was the movie. he was he was absolutely incredible yeah like that's that's the only reason i was able to like allow myself to be like wooed by like the magic of cinema <laughs> with with that that whole part of the story was because it's just the way he delivered that all that stuff i think the other characters weren't giving him enough credit for genuinely believing that his mother and his wife were behind that wall mm. Right, yeah. Because they were all just like brushing off, like, no, you're an idiot. Stop doing that, Dad. But, but I hear her. Like, I, so. Yeah, you know. you're right. The thing that made him put put a thousand years of brutality behind him, like, he, he was hearing it. That's the, that's the whole thing. Be it plausible or, or implausible. <laughs> uh, well, a giant dragon comes out of a lake and fights a squid monster. Oh, that, so, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> I, was, I was pretty pumped when that happened. Um, implausible. Impl- that wouldn't happen. If there were dragons, they'd stay in the water. <laughs> Everyone knows a water dragon cannot beat a flying squid. <laughs> we just went full Monty Python. <laughs> uh, but um, I liked what you were saying about everyone in Tao Lo, they were like, uh, wait a second. No, it wasn't you guys who weren't worthy. It's you who aren't worthy and you're being deceived and you're delusional and you can't pass. And we have an army waiting to defend the place. Like that, what there was like that, like line in the sand where like, there was at least some group of people in the movie who were like, wait, you're that guy who killed everyone. Yeah. Maybe he would have listened to the dragon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they, they should maybe they should have pulled that card in the beginning <laughs> i don't feel like they tried hard enough <laughs> you gotta really want it guys come on just... <laughs> it was a little yeah I, yeah. yeah i loved man i don't know what it was uh there a lot of the con- there is little moments of connection between him and shang chi even though like they were kind of at odds for most of the film. Um, there's two moments I'm thinking of the one, the first one is after he returns, after all this time, they touch, they do that thing where they touch foreheads. Mm-hmm. And that makes me like, I just never did that with my dad or whatever. And I do, but I see I in, at least in a movie, I can understand it as a sign of like affection. And even after all that time, like there was still like a sliver of a connection maybe. Or maybe it was just being polite. I don't know. Um, That's weird. I never, I never got the. He said he hated his dad. Yeah, but there was something. I I never really got that impression that he really did. I even while he was going through training. Yeah, he was getting by a stick, but yeah, well, his dad, I guess, like had taught. It was all for like revenge. Because he watched his mother die or whatever. And I think he was angry as well. And he looked up. Uh, his dad was all he had left. I mean, and his sister. But like as a, an adult, his dad was all the, he had left. And his dad keeps telling him like, no, it's, I forget how they, a blood debt must be paid with blood. I think is what they said. Yeah. Um, 
And so he's just eating that up as comfort for the trauma he went through. Um, so I think they're maybe, I don't know. And maybe I want to say, I want to say <laughs> that he had like a, that maybe he had like a, he could see the good parts of his dad, but I don't, it might've just been like a, just a regular connection or something to a parent. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I think the yeah. coolest scene in the movie is when right after she dies, he goes into that like poker game or whatever. Oh, like and when he puts the ring wipes on. the floor with everyone. Oh yeah. That Gosh. is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I have returned. To- <laughs> Uh, yeah, I really liked it. I like the guy, what is it, uh, Simu Liu? The guy who played Shang-Chi? Yeah. He was great. I was so into him. Like, I... <sighs> yeah, he... I, I, did, I don't know why I didn't think I was going to buy it. I think it's just because I don't know him as an actor. Oh, Kim's Convenience. Okay, I have, and I haven't a, watched that. It's a uh, show. <laughs> it's a, I was going to say... He 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 plays a role kind of like the guy in Kim's Convenience. It is him. Okay. He, oh, okay. he's in Taken. Take it like the series. Yeah. No. Maybe is there only one season? I think so. And I, I never watched it, uh, but I remember it coming taken. out. It was on Netflix, right? Yeah. Isn't Kim's Convenience? He's really good. It, it's Sweet. more the comedic role. It's actually almost all the comedic role. Mm-hmm. The part. Kind of him going back and forth with Katie, Aquafina, okay, all of that banter and kind of things. That's what's in Kim's Convenience, yeah, which I loved. Now I did too. I think that is the part of the role that came most natural to him. Yeah, the slacker I, persona, because that is ex- yeah. that is his character in Kim's Convenience. So right, yeah, I. There were a few moments of humor in the in the movie where I was like, oh, can we get out of this Disney Marvel grinder already? Do they have to interrupt every serious moment? But like very few and far between, almost all the humor was so welcome in this. Like I love the karaoke, late night karaoke and like how close he was with uh, Katie's family. That's her name, right? Katie in the yeah. movie. Uh, like her, like, I don't know. I just loved all of that. I bought all of it. I, uh, I love when they go with Wong at the, at the end. I love that. It was pretty I love cool. Wong in this, in the I like Wong. I, yeah. I love Wong in general. He's awesome. Although what was Wong doing? No. Oh, right. Yeah. When it when, he when what was going club. on, he could have oh, helped. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What's with all these heroes just kind of staying out of it. I don't know. This, I mean, this especially seemed like something Wong could have helped. <laughs> right. Or, yeah, any of the, actually, wait a second. They, didn't the, in the Doctor Strange movie, the, um, what are they called? Like the masters of the mystic arts. The masters of the universe. <laughs> I I can't remember. Um, he man. But all the wizard magician guys, the Doctor Strange's. <laughs> Didn't they just make a He-Man movie? Uh, it was uh, Netflix. Uh, Netflix, yeah, Netflix mm-hmm. animated. 
tune in next week for and Masters the Masters of the Universe. Of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It was we really, maybe we should do that one. Uh, <laughs> it was awful. It was it. Okay. Yeah. Although I just last year I just watched the, all the old ones and they were awful too. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> that sucks. He um, man. Oh my god. I think. Sorry. What? What were you? I can't Oh no! It's you okay. said masters of, and I just couldn't. oh, the, like the the Doctor Strange people, they're not supposed to interfere either. Kind of like what we were complaining about with the Eternals. They can't interfere, but he can fight club with Abomination. Right? Yeah. Which I was surprised how different Abomination looked, by the way. From yeah, the, I, th- I thought it was. I thought it was going to be the Abomination from uh, Incredible Hulk. I don't think they could get what's his name. Well, but it's just also it's just a CGI character. Can they make it look the same? Yeah, I guess they could have, but I don't, yeah. I don't know. Either way, it was still cool. <laughs> yeah, he was cool looking. It I was, was I was a little surprised by the face fins. Yeah. As well. I thought the same thing. Maybe he evolved. I don't know. I don't Maybe. know what Abomination does. But he can't kick or whatever. Control his punches. Oh right. <laughs> you know what? The abomination I know from the Hulk movie could control his punches. So, well, yeah, right. Yeah. He, cause this he was is like, a whole different character. He was like Hulk mixed with super soldier, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. So <laughs> now we know this isn't the same abomination at all. I can't believe the first Hulk movie. I can't believe Ang Lee made that. That was such a that, bizarre. Ang Lee's isn't the one with abomination. It's not. It's that. Yeah. That's the one. That's it's the, the one awful that. one with. Yeah. Eric garbage Hanna. man <laughs> it does look like the, or like jolly green giant <laughs> i mean granted it was it was a long time ago uh it was bad a long time ago. yeah there's aspects of that movie that i think are kind of cool i don't know Maybe well, just, I, yeah, yeah there's cool aspects to it but it's yeah i don't know i i like anything that's set in those atomic towns Oh, right. Yeah. Or whatever. So hmm. I like the, it had a cool aesthetic to it. Right. And weird. Back to Shang-Chi. I feel like the entire cast was really incredible. Or like at the very least, like the, I, it was just, I'm just, I was just impressed by it, like all the main characters. Yeah, I was um, too. What did you think of Ben Kingsley? And, I, and Trevor I, in general. Right. I'm Trevor. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> Trevor the I was actually pleasantly surprised. I saw him and I was like, come again. It was one of those moments where I was like, really? You do you have to do this now? Is there any reason? But then I kind of like got used to it. And I was like, that was, that's funny. I don't know. He's an interesting presence. There's, there's all this like sort of ancient kind of, um, I guess more mostly Chinese inspired, uh, everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And, uh, it's it, it, everything feels very like uh severe or like honor bound. And then there's this weird guy <laughs> that like, um, Trevor, <laughs> that was, a, that was a, it was a funny moment. And I loved his, I loved his connection with the, the weird creature. Yeah. Um, but that didn't have a face. Uh, what did you think about the lion creature things? I liked all of the creature design. Me too. I thought it was, I thought that was awesome. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. 
Yeah, there's a there's a section when the the evil guys are going to fight the lion, the lion monster dog. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it just destroys them. And you're like, well, what did you think was going to happen? Uh, you, yeah. You tried to fight a giant monster, monster, and you just instantly died. Of course you did. <laughs> right. Look at that thing. Yeah, that th- yeah, that thing is not something to be. Not, not it's nothing to sneeze at, you know. Uh, it, I really felt like little de or not little detail, but like they were big details. But like details like that, and as much as I know you didn't like it, like some of the wind fighting, s- little stuff like that, or like de- the, those types of details, I feel like really brought you into the world a little bit. Yeah. Or, yeah, I don't know. Like, and for now, and I know this is a, um, like a sort of like Japanese animation reference, but like, uh, do you like, like the studio Ghibli, Ghibli movies? I, I've watched them all. Like the, I enjoyed them. Uh, Hayao Miyazaki movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it reminded me of some stuff like that. Like some of his animation. Yeah. Uh, like I the sort of that. like big lovable creatures, <laughs> you know? At, yeah. At least for Italo. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, like a lot of that stuff was was, again, like I know it's a different different uh, genre, but like it really brought me the sort of unique aspects of a lot of those things. Really brought me into the world. And yeah, I was it was like it. the, it was like that, but with some meat on its bones. Uh, right. I feel like yeah. Everything yeah. Was like <laughs> a little heavier. Than, yes. Yeah. Uh, and can bite soul eating things. Yes. Where no one else can. I didn't understand that, but I was, I was fine with it because I thought only dragon scales could kill him. Uh, How many dragons had to donate scales to make that wall? Is it just the one? Do they shed every now and then? Did yeah. he have like, does he have a cave full of dragon scales? <laughs> did they, did they kill all the other dragons to make that wall? <laughs> like what is going on? That was a big, it's a lot of dragon scales. And they did, they weren't this, they weren't the right color. That dragon wasn't red. <laughs> yeah but so all maybe, the dragon scales were red but he maybe they just now, killed one dragon now i don't know the shangli like uh history or lore like in the comics uh but i know like that i keep hearing people say that the dragon was the dragon was is part of the story but there's also a character called the great protector or something and in this version they're the same like the dragon is the great protector or whatever the I don't know the difference though. I don't know. The comics. Yeah. They went, they kind of, this is a retcon, a big. Yeah. Like the 10 rings. I mean, it's the Mandarin for one. Right. For Yeah, for sure. I I like, I like his explanation of it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. The 10 rings of the Mandarin are goofy Mm -hmm. rings that go in your fingers. (laughs) Right. Wait, it, (laughs) In Iron Man three, um, where we first see Trevor mm-hmm. slash the that his version of the Mandarin, uh, did they use the same like ten ring symbol? Yeah. Oh, man, that's that's kind of a cool little Easter egg. I don't know if it was intentional or not, but oh yeah, no, cool. it was all I'm sure, over I'm the sure place it is. Yeah. When yeah, they said this is the ten rings. It's the Mandarin. Yeah. Uh. You'll never see me coming. <laughs> I really want. I want them to 
go into the Spider-Verse and pull out the Mandarin that is Trevor. Yes. Because his portrayal of the Mandarin was freaking awesome. It was. (laughs) I I want to go to a universe where he really is the Mandarin. They'll never see me coming. <laughs> yeah, ne- it was so menacing. And then, like, uh, I'm Trevor. <laughs> I love that. It's kind of adorable, even though that movie wasn't like super strong. It's so funny. It's Ben Kingsley. Not <laughs> really like is. this very well-respected actor, actor's actor. Right. Yeah. Playing. I'm Trevor. <laughs> I'm trying to like look up his movies, but I can't get past all his awards. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm yeah, I'm I am kind of pumped to see what they do with this whole multiverse thing. I want I I hadn't thought about it until just now, but that's yeah. what I want. I want them to pull out Ben Kingsley Mandarin. Yeah. And give why him stupid they, rings. That's fine with me. Why why are they doing it with Spider-Man? That's just a tacky move. I don't know. I mean, if it ain't broke, I guess. <laughs> Wait, we said that last week. Who would you la- want to do it with? There I don't know. I just we said this last uh, in the last episode. It's like Into the Spider Verse is just such an incredible movie. Like one, how ca- if it if it is like a multiverse Spider Verse situation, like. Are you gonna be? Are we gonna be able to watch this without comparing it to that like perfection? <laughs> or I don't know. Well, I don't. I, I, you're I right though. I don't know who Spider Verse without comparing it to the Spider Man cartoon that did it. Did they do it in the cartoon? Oh hex yeah! It was like a whole year long thing. Oh, I must have missed. I don't that. know. It's probably like three episodes, but they. Cool. Yeah, you're probably right though. They did like. They did a lot of those like big comic book arcs in all those cartoons, like X Men did like uh, Phoenix and like Days of Future Past and stuff, right? Yeah, like that, did. like that, the mm-hmm. the Phoenix saga in the cartoon is like canon or like whatever. Yeah, the, the Phoenix, <laughs> the Phoenix saga is the main, like that that pumps yeah. on forever. And that, but uh, no, yeah, they had Madam Web. Okay, yeah, there, and she like pulled all the strings. Maybe that'll be my next. Uh, the next thing I kind of like binge came on right after school. So I think they can do it. They can do whatever they want. They really can. They really can. And this was such a wonderful, like surprise to just be delighted by this movie. I don't know why I was just, maybe I was just being a hater like and after like i really again we said this already but like i think we both really wanted black widow to be so awesome and it just wasn't wasn't landing for me i didn't hate it yeah i think that's where we came down on it yeah like it wasn't horrible but fine fair to midland last chance to see scarlett johansson as black widow like and it's just like yeah I'm I'm more interested in reading and watching news about her suing Disney <laughs> yeah, <me laughs> than too. I am about. Oh man! Although she is gonna fall to Disney like Sean did to his sister in that ring. Oh yeah! Oh, that was that was <laughs> that cool. Final I, kick was brutal. <laughs> yeah, dude, she was really cool. I wish they would have. 
I, I guess, I mean, it was his movie. And I, I, like, I thought it was cool that they were like in the whole adventure together. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm I'm kind of pumped to see more of what she does with the Ten Rings. We talking about? Oh, did you see the uh, end credits scene? I guess we should talk about those. I'll I'll put a spoiler warning in the beginning. I, think I only saw the first one. Okay, yeah, the first one was them doing Marvel things. Yes, with Wong. Yeah. Um. Uh. There's a second one at the very end. Uh. And it's you know they said that she was going to basically just uh disband the 10 rings and it was it, it basically showed her taking over the 10 rings and giving it that like sort of like um uh like uh you know like tokyo nightclub uh like the fight club thing she had um so she's gonna be in charge of the 10 rings i guess oh the okay the the yeah. organization Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, no. I right. You know. I you're missed, that. Yeah, okay. You're completely right. That is confusing. I because <laughs> Shang Chi possesses the ten rings. Yes. But okay. uh, his sister runs the ten now rings. runs the criminal organization known as the Ten Rings. Yeah. And I don't can't remember. I think it was after that. You know how they always say like Thor will return in, in the Avengers movie or whatever. Mm, At the yeah. end of all these. At the very end of that, it it said the ten rings will return. And I thought that was kind of cool. Like like we'll get more Shang Chi, but we'll also get more. I keep calling her his sister, but I because I can't remember. That's because her name is hard to read. Oh, because yeah, it's Xiling. I don't. It's not that though. It's not. It can't be. I'm bad at this. Chinese. Yeah, I'm bad at Chinese. <laughs> I just don't. I want. Yeah, I don't know. I just want to. I I, I want to say everything right because I thought this movie was so cool. But I'm like, blah, 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 blah. I can't do it. But anyway, yeah. I yeah. That was a cool cool scene. I I could see it going either way. Even before I saw that, I was like, is she gonna continue to be sort of like a operating in that criminal underworld, or is it gonna be, um, you know, those two hand in hand? making the world a better place or something going 10 rings big boss style and sean is going to wong <laughs> sean's just getting some shots getting some karaoke going uh the moments where they're talking to their friends um like and uh there's a, there's a few scenes like two or three scenes where they do that mm-hmm. uh, they're talking to their buds and that reminded me a little bit of Ant-Man and I kind of liked that part. Yeah, like that, that was of it. <laughs> <laughs> Um and, and and you're right, like those in those scenes um he seems very uh very natural in that uh like in that environment, that sort of like kind of like comedic moment or not comedic moment, but like in that setting, like social but kind of, kind of comedic, kind of being silly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think that's on like season four, so he's he's been playing that role for a long time. Gotcha, gotcha. And there's a bunch of other things in his credits. I have no idea mm-hmm. what these things are, but I guess like lingering thoughts. I thought the Death Dealer was cool, but like they never did anything with him. I thought, yeah. <laughs> Like, that was. I guess all I'm saying is he does good karate and wear to wear a cool mask. 
Well, he does good. Yeah. Or he good, does good, good kung, kung fu. fu. Yes, you're right. I keep messing that up. He is not Japanese. Maybe. Uh, he does good kung fu, but he doesn't do great kung fu. <laughs> like right. he gets beat by Sean in the beginning. Or not the right. beginning, in, in the middle. Like when he f- completes his training or whatever. When they're fighting in the tower. Oh, yeah. Like after yeah. after Sean has been out of the game for, for like 10, ten years. years. Yeah. He gets beat by Maybe. Sean. Maybe he practiced in the Matrix. Maybe. <laughs> but it time. seems more likely that he just did push-ups every morning. <laughs> I think so. I think you're right. I think he just wanted to keep those uh, washboard abs for ten years. He just did push-ups uh, yeah. in the morning, and he comes back and he beats Death Dealer. Now, speaking of having muscles and looking good, are Sean and Katie gonna like uh, live happily ever after? I don't know. I like. I can't tell. Like, I feel like I'd be completely happy with whatever happens. I think Marvel's gonna kill her. What's that? Marvel's gonna kill her. Oh yeah, <laughs> they gotta kill her, or they gotta like give her a superpower or something. She was, she was. So, she can shoot cool... dragon arrows. Yeah, she, that that was cool. <laughs> she can it was shoot cool. dragon arrows. Pretty okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it was her first time. Not bad. Not yeah, bad. Two T- days took out or a, something. Took out a weird, like slippery demon, <laughs> whatever those things were. <laughs> like Shot him squid, in the neck. A squid demon. I was I was disappointed with the big bad. Yeah. I would have rather seen them just okay. All right. Here's my problem. I'm just now discovering it. <laughs> this is my problem with Marvel using the it's your mother behind the wall thing. Yeah. Right. He already had a reason to go there and destroy the village because he thought they rejected him. And they oh. could have lived literally forever if they just You're let right. him in the village. Like, he already had a good reason. But doesn't he live forever anyway because he has the Ten Rings? But he could have lived it. Like, they're all I immortal get... in there. Oh, and he could have had his family there. Right. Yeah. So, he already had a good reason to go there and destroy that magic village and land. Mm. And I wanted it to be that. Like, I wanted him to be so mad. This is a guy who's killed people for a thousand years. Right. You wanted him to lean into his... His uh, bad. His dark side. Yeah, the darkness. Yeah, because he... That they said was back for ten years. Yeah. Like, they implied that he was who he was before he met her. Right. And had his family. They implied that he went right back to that. But that's none of his motivations are that. He didn't even reach out to his kids again until he started hearing her voice. Oh, wow. So, yeah, like I do, I don't understand what they were doing with that character. Like he is bad or he isn't. Yeah. And everything oh. mm, interesting. At the interesting. second half of the movie says he's not bad. He's just hurting. He's really really hurting. Oh. And he's doing what he can to get his wife back. And that just makes you feel bad for him, which is what they want. Right. But they want you to see no that what one, he's doing is wrong, not that he is bad. That They want you to feel sorry for him mm-hmm. and feel bad for him and make him a sympathetic villain. Right. But no 
none of the other characters seem to be on the same page as the story mm. because they don't treat him like a sympathetic. Yeah. I mean, maybe... They treat him like a monster. And they do say, may... like, token things, like, yeah, I know you miss her. She was my sister, too. Like, I miss my right. sister every day or whatever. Yeah. But she's yeah. not back there. But it... I you didn't know what? feel their empathy. I see. I think I that's can... what came through. And maybe it was acting. Maybe I didn't just, like... Yeah. In their performances, I didn't feel empathy for him. That's yeah, and he was so good. Like, I really, it really, I did. I agree with that. I didn't feel their empathy either in those moments. But they I said did, it. The dialogue was there. I did feel the connection between uh, Shang Chi and his father, uh, as uh, his father was ha- having his soul sucked out. Oh and yeah, just that very long stare. Oh my god, senses or whatever. Yeah. It's like I think I I, I I bought the sympathetic villain at that point, not because of his motivations or his actions, but just his maybe maybe regret or maybe seeing what's really important. And I don't know. I, I don't know. I, was what, I don't know what he came the whole to. Second part of the movie. What's that? I was sympathetic towards him the whole second part of the movie. Me too. Me too. From the very beginning, like they come back and they have dinner, like. He's, I, yeah, I, he like, lo- I want him to. He loves his kids. Absolutely, I wanted him to take the ten, ten rings off and just be like, you know what, my bad. Well, keep my them. Bad. I don't care. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> 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 hey, f- fight the freaking Avenger Wars thing, whatever is going on. Do so whatever you want. Just yeah. be a relaxed warlord. I watched the last Mimsy. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know anything about that movie. Uh, a friend from college put it on our Facebook that they would like me to review it, and I'm sure they did it as a joke. But I'm going to do it right now. Let's do it. What do you What do you got? I did. I I, I wish I would have watched. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I didn't want to. I didn't want to put that burden on you. <laughs> give me Give me the review. I, I'm in. I'm into it. Maybe it'll motivate me to go watch. Well, it. quick story recap: Two kids find an alien box. It's got a little stuffed animal in it that starts whispering to them in weird alienese. Oh, weird. It's already starting to sound very bizarre. <laughs> it basically gives the kids superpowers. Like they just become super smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, can manipulate bugs and spiders with their voice and frequencies and know what's going to happen and seem to have knowledge of the future and all kinds of things. Okay. Uh, but they're kids. They're very much children. At one point, when the alien artifact like blows out the power grid for all of Seattle. It gets Homeland Security involved. It turns into a kind of an ET situation where okay. the government gotcha. kicks in the door, storms in, terrifies everyone, takes the magic rabbit bunny thing from one of the kids. Blah, blah, blah. They break out. Uh, they take a little sample of the bunny and put it under a microscope and zoom in by a million. And they find out that it, it's an Intel chip. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> it's like a robotic bunny. Oh, my God. From the future. Okay. So they bring in 
a guy from Intel and he says, um, no, <laughs> we didn't make this. It's because Intel in a thousand years from now or whatever made it. Oh, no. So invest in Intel, by the way. They're <laughs> right. going to be around for a while. It's a future bunny that they sent back to collect genetic information that is needed to cure future disease or something. Hmm. But they sent back a bunch of these bunnies in time and none of them have come back with what they needed. And this is the last Mimsy, which is the name of the bunny. Oh, okay. So this is their last chance to get the genetic information they need. And it turns out that the tear of one of the little kids in this story (sighs) falls onto the bunny at the last second as they're being ripped apart from each other. Oh, And that is the genetic information they needed. And everyone in the future solves all their problems. And they live in a utopian field of flowers. Oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> it is, is this really a Miyazaki adorable. film? No. It, so it it is it's an adorable movie. Oh. And it ends with the world happy and perfect. Like children are flying around by some oh. magic means of technology and the world is green and the sky is blue and it's everything I want to see because as you know, I sent you a text. Yeah. I am tired of science fiction that is so freaking gloomy. (laughs) And then I watched this movie and the last scene is exactly what I want to see. Hmm. Happy future people. I like that. that, Oh man. You know, fix their problems. You, you said that before watching the movie. I, I think, did, right? and then I watched. Wow, it. you manifest destiny right there. That's I know. awesome. So, oh but, my gosh. So, but I've also been reading the biography of George Lucas. Uh, you, and, yeah, you mentioned that. Yes, uh, and before George Lucas made Star Wars, or he was writing Star Wars, people were encouraging him. I didn't know this, but he had a big hand in writing Apocalypse Now. Hmm. Which is eventually that. directed by Coppola. Right. But, who they were good friends. Francis. But he had a big hand in writing Apocalypse Now, and everyone thought that would be his next movie. But he thought the world was too depressed. Wow. And oh, man. That he was tired of people making depressing movies about war and injustice and terrible things. And he wanted to make a movie that had hope in it. And like a hopeful future and, you know, you could look forward to things and things could be better. And so he did a Star Wars. Wow, man. Which centers around this very hopeful, naive boy. Right. Yeah. Well, it's called a new who hope, saves right? the, the universe. Man. Interesting. I did not know that at all. And that's very cool. It is very cool. And it was so that was also, I read that after I wrote that text and it, it's all just so like, so tired of, you know what? Why everything don't we... I read is like global warming is going to turn our earth into a <laughs> fiery hellscape and the pandemic is going to kill half the world. And, uh, your and the car, movies are gonna go I, away. like feel bad getting my car to get coffee in the morning. <laughs> 
like, oh really oh okay. like, uh, my car is not electric i know i know I- i'm with you you know what I love that you saw that movie, though, that was just kind of inspiring and, and kind of manifested from that, you know, wanting to have a, a hopeful, optimistic uh, experience with, with film. Thank you so much for listening. It was great to talk about a Marvel movie that, despite our criticisms, we both really enjoyed. And I don't know about you guys, but I kind of want to go watch The Last Mimsy now. So if you want more information about our podcast, you can visit us at filmjoypodcast.com as well as at filmjoypodcast on social media. If you really love us, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or drop us a line at filmjoypodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again. Godspeed and take care.